And now, more Educate on TalkZone.com. Here's Jonathan Jefferson. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show and our discussion on integrating education with technology. My next guest is Janet Friedman. Janice Friedman is the Director of Library and Media Services and Instructional Integration for the Uniondale School District on Long Island in New York. Janice, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. Well, Janice, let's, let's continue our, our discussion here regarding uh, integrating education with technology. And I know this is something you're tasked with in, in your school district. Um, with high-stakes testing and competing demands on school district budgets, why is it important for school, school boards to continue allocating funds for technology? Interesting question and one that is posed, I would say, much too frequently. Um, I could go in two directions to answer this question. One is that we have, well, right. One is that we have no choice because districts need to ensure readiness for computer-based testing. Even though New York State is a state that voted not to participate in park assessments, which is computer-based assessments in the 2014-15 school year, we do have to assume that computer-based testing is around the corner, whether it's done through park or through New York State. And the only way to implement such tests is to put money behind the infrastructure to support them. We'd have to, we'd have to purchase, um, make sure there are enough computers for all the students and the wireless networks and, um, and, and wired networks can support access to them. Okay. And, a, and a, also aside from the practical considerations, I believe that in the 21st century, that question really no longer should be on the table. Okay. Um, so imagine for a moment that we prepare students for the world of work and the world of higher education without providing them with access to technology. I believe that our students simply would not be able to compete or even function. Okay. Uh, one of the most compelling uses of technology, I believe, which happens to be my personal favorite, is accessing information. I say that because of my background as a librarian. That's how I spent many years in the field and how I really got into technology. But accessing the information is just the first stop on the train. Our students have to learn how to access it, evaluate its validity, interpret and analyze the information and use the information as a springboard to go into even more depth and follow tangents of interest. And then they have to synthesize the information. And finally, if they have the information at at their fingertips, they have to know how to communicate their findings. Now, is this something that's offered in schools, this this training of students how to do this research? They, they, it's definitely, it's, it's seamlessly incorporated in the schools. Just think about when students are asked to do research projects. Um, they have to know how to access the inf- They have to know how to find the information, and they have to know what to do with the information once they find it. Once they find it. it used to be that students would just find the information by pouring through books, but now they need to use, use technology to find the information, whether you know, they're using online da- databases, or they're, you know, going online to different libraries to get the most up-to-date resources. They have to know how to um, get 
get their hands on the information, and they have to know how to determine whether that information has validity because there's so much out there that is, you know, is questionable. So they need to they need to be able to um, make decisions about the information they find, and they need to know how to present the information in an engaging way. One of the highest levels of um, in Bloom's taxonomy, one of the highest level, and the depth of knowledge, one of the highest levels of thinking has to do with synthesizing the information that they find. And I, in technology, you have to know how to handle technology in order to uh, in the 21st century in order to get your hands on the information and communicate it in a communicate it in a you know in a cohesive coherent way okay now at what age would you would should students start learning how to um analyze this research is there an age or a grade that's most ideal oh i think it has to start as i mean it might sound crazy but i think it needs to start as early as as kindergarten because I mean, there's no, I mean, the students today, I mean, many of the students come in with, you know, having already had their hands on their parents' iPhones or tablets or smartphones or whatever, but they need to know, there are, they need to know how to be able to get their hands on information from a very, very young age. We have in Uniondale, we have databases that our students use, I would say, starting in second grade where students are charged to do um, research and they might be looking at, let's say, they're looking at uh, different animals and they're comparing and contrasting um, the habitat of the different animals and they might be thinking about what animal um, would make a better pet. You know, they have to be able to think about those kinds of things. And students from a very young age can, you know, can draw those conclusions Based on what they read or what what is read to them, okay. and it's not now, just. It, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. Okay, it's not just you know that when they you know it's not if they're not reading yet. I started to say if they're not reading yet, then they certainly could be, you know, the the teacher or librarian can read to them and they could make you know make thoughtful decisions about the information that they they're hearing about that they're hearing. Um, in order to and communicate, you know, conclusions based on what they hear. Okay. Now we discuss how students can can search and access information, but how does the use of technology in a school environment help our students learn how to? You mentioned students not yet learning how to read. How can technology help them learn how to read? How can it le- help them learn how to uh, improve on the math? You know, so how in general, how can technology help them learn? Help help students learn. Well. One of the the most compelling arguments for the use of technology in schools is its adaptability to different learning styles. So instruction can be individualized much more readily through the use of technology. I'll give you an example of one of the programs we use in Uniondale um, where students have the opportunity to read informational texts on the very same topic but at different reading levels. So, for example, if you're, you know, a, you know, um, I'm dating myself, but if you're in the Robin group, um, your 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 reading level might be at a very high level at a very high level, and mine might not be as high. But we're we're both reading about um, global warming, let's say, 
And so we'll get the same information, but the vocabulary, the vocabulary that you get will be more challenging. And then um, we're challenged to understand the material based on our ability to read it. But then what happens in this particular program is we share out interpretations that we read in emails that we exchange with the teacher. And this, this email exchange is in a very controlled environment that only, you know, only the teacher would have access to. And my vocabulary, again, might not be as rich as your vocabulary, but um, the concepts that I've learned and the concepts that I have to communicate are really are around the same um, around the same topic, around the same issues, and the hope is that you know that my vocabulary will improve as I'm more and more immersed in the different informational texts that come my way. So that's that's an example of a program that we use in Uniondale that um, that you know kind of builds on the skills that I have, that the students have, and that we can develop and challenge students to to improve using technology and using, and you know, the teacher obviously is still an integral part because the teacher is communicating with the students through the email and the, and the students, one of the other things that's wonderful about this program is that the students are, are getting, gaining very real writing practice, which, you know, of course goes hand in hand with the reading. Of course. And how might you think the uh, parents can be involved with the technology and and helping the teacher and helping the student learn. Oh, that's you know, that's a really that's a that's a wonderful question. Now, one of the thing. Okay, there there are two ways I can go with this. One of the reasons that I think it's so important to have technology in schools is because of the equity. So, you know, there are families, unfortunately, who don't have you know the same level of technology in their homes that other families have. So when the students are in school, they can be assured of, you know, having access to the to the technology. And then when they go home, if, the, if they don't have the technology, the parents can um, take them to the public library, which, you know, I mean, public libraries across the nation are, are you know, are warehouses of technology that students can use. And parents, Absolutely. one of the things, one of the things about technology is, you know, it's 24-7 uh, capability that you know no matter what the time of day if you if you if you're lucky enough to have your child in the district that um, posts resources on websites for instance in Uniondale uh, we have every every teacher has the ability to have a class page so on this class page the teacher posts homework the teacher posts resources um, and you know, then there, we have teachers who actually create videos for the for the students to you know to use to learn um, concepts from home. So the parents can be involved in you know supporting you know supporting the access to the to these resources um, by you know by giving the students the opportunity whether they have the um, technology at home or they um, take the students to the public library so they can take advantage of of the resources there. Yeah. Do you find that parents actually follow up and, and do engage in, in checking the teachers' uh, pages? 
Yeah, yes, I know that they do because I often get calls from parents saying, you know, like I'm trying, I'm trying to sign on to the website because we do have parent access to um, to the website, and I'm having trouble. So we'll we'll, we'll field calls from parents um, to facilitate their access to. Um, to that, and also we we host parent workshops. That actually, we have an upcoming workshop where parents are coming, and they're actually going to be um, they're going to be taught by students, um, kind of like a boot camp for parents. That's so, excellent. So the parents can see exactly you know what research you know what what resources do we have? How how are we supporting student uh, research projects? How are we supporting uh, studying for exams, you know, through different pro, we have different. I call them like study skills programs. Um, mm-hmm. We have, you know, we, you know, we 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 send out inf- that kind of. In- we're we're going to have that information for them when they come, and we also post this information on the different websites, and also through the library. Each each of the schools has a library we- website, and a lot of that information for parents to help support the students at home is available on those uh, library websites as well. Excellent, excellent. Okay, it's time to take a short break, but stay tuned. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to Educate on TalkZone.com. Back to Jonathan Jefferson. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show and our discussion with our guest, Janice Friedman. Janice, uh, in what ways does the integration of technology create higher student achievement? Well, I think one of the ways that's most, um, that's most important is the way Teachers can use the power of technology to examine and analyze individual students' academic needs. Um, when, when they do that, they can apply the data that they discover to strategies that address uh, strengths and weaknesses. So if, if they're addressing strengths and weaknesses and they tailor their instruction accordingly, there's no doubt in my mind that that will lead to higher student achievement. Achievement. And then if you take the data and you analyze it in terms of the curriculum and whether or not it's effective and if it's not effective, changes are made accordingly, then I, th- I believe that students are bound to do better as well. Okay. So that to me is the most powerful way that the integration of technology can create higher student achievement. Also... The motivation that that's apparent when um, technology is infused into the into the learning process, I think that leads to enthousi- enthusiastic learners, and enthusiastic learners are motivated. You know, it's kind of like a, a circle. You know, if you're motivated, you're more enthusiastic, and if you're more enthusiastic, you're motivated. And then, you know, the other. The other pieces will fall into place. The critical thinking that is so in, in, in New York with the, the high-stakes testing that happens in New York and with the Common Core Standards, and so many states have adopted these Common Core Standards, has, has to do with um, increasing critical thinking. And 
technology creates a lot of opportunities where that, with that, with those higher level thought processes must come into play. The problem solving, the content knowledge, all, all is a part and parcel of it. And what I like to, you know, what I like to think that we're creating is a generation of independent learners. Learners who know the importance of collaborating and know how to uh, learn on their own, know how to make discoveries on their own, know how to uh, apply their knowledge and communicate their knowledge. And using technology, I think, is essential to, you know, the success of that. Okay. Now, give us some insight into ways in which you believe technology has revolutionized student learning. Um. Well, let me let me share with you an example of a research project. I mean, I said before that that's my personal bias, but um, I think it really um, I'll be able to show you how how important it is. So, if you have a, a research project, let's say it's about exploring an environmental issue, a, a traditional project would have the students looking up the information, writing some paragraphs sharing the details about the, that particular issue, maybe taking a position. Um, you know, it could be, and I'm not saying it wouldn't be interesting. I'm not saying it wouldn't necessarily be a compelling research pr- paper. You know, it very likely could be or it possibly could be. But if the, the project that I, I saw was had the technology um, integrated, which um, definitely transformed the way the students learn because they had to do that research and find all the information that they would have had to communicate in a traditional paper, but they were asked to create a public service announcement using a technology tool, and they created a movie. So they got all the information, but they the way they shared it out was in a way that was engaging, was motivating, plus they knew it was going to have this audience that was not just the teacher. It was the work that they did was posted on the on the website so that their parents could see, their grandparents could see, anybody anybody could have access to it. So then they're they're even more motivated to do a good job because of the audience that um, the technology lends itself to having. Now, now you mentioned how technology really has the students' work exposed to uh, really the whole world, uh, family, friends, and what have you. Um, Is there a way where maybe we don't need to have children within the four walls of a school all day in order to, uh, to learn and to grow? Maybe we can have shorter school days instead of longer. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that I agree, I, I agree with that, but I do believe that there's a way to expand the reaches of uh, what's learned in the in the school day. And one of the things that one of the um, movements or trends in education now is this blended learning um, initiative, where um, there's a combination of online learning and in in school learning. And one one of the things um, one of the, the one of the things that's happening in different school districts across the country is that teachers are creating tutorial videos, much like 
you'll see on Khan Academy, which is an example of where this happens. But the teachers themselves, you know, as if, let's say I'm a social studies teacher, I'll create, you know, a tutorial on, a, on you know, something about the de- Declaration of Independence. And my students will be able to read, um, to view the tutorial at home. And then when they come to class, they could break into groups and do, you know, do more project-based learning that, you know, instead of, you know, my lecturing them in the classroom, they'll do the learning of the concept outside the classroom and apply the concept in, in class. Um, another thing that we do in, in Uniondale is we have video conferences where students are exposed to different experts. We have students attending, quote, unquote, attending um, uh, museums. They've gone to uh, zoos. They've talked to sci- scientists. Um, they talk to soldiers, you know, this is, you know, but but always with the support of the teacher. I mean, I don't want to minimize the import of having the teacher um, as, you know, the very, very key um, person in a, in a student's life. So, um, so I don't know that shortening the school day is something that I would recommend or endorse. But I certainly would look to technology to expand the reaches of, you know, the ways in which students can learn outside the classroom and to transform, you know, what happens in the classroom itself. So it's not, you know, so lecture-based, but it's more project-based. Excellent, excellent response. Uh, we've been speaking with Janice Friedman, Director of Library Media Services and Instructional Integration for the Uniondale School District on Long Island, New York. Uh, Janice, thanks for joining us. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening to Educate with Dr. Jefferson. Tune in next week as we continue to tackle the truth behind schoolhouse doors.